You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If, if, if your blood runs orange and blue, orange and blue, 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 blue this, this is pod the pod for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. So let's begin talking about this matchup Friday night. So the Knicks and Bulls square off for the third time in about a week. This will be uh, this time at Madison Square Garden. This is the last time these teams will be playing. Knicks and Bulls played a two-game swing in Chicago last week, which is Knicks swept. They won both of those games. First one was an overtime thriller. Second one was more of a laugher. The Bulls, as currently constituted right now, are in a – two-game winning streak after enduring a four-game slide that included those two losses to the Knicks. Things have gotten rocky for Chicago prior to this winning streak. They had a altercation that happened in the locker room prior to their their, their T-Wolves loss. This was a halftime altercation during that game that ended up being their fourth loss in a row. And there have now been rumors that the Bulls definitely could be looking to uh, blow things up as uh, things deteriorate now that the Bulls have won two in a row, they did have a, a buzzer beater win over the Atlanta Hawks. Io Dusumu with a putback layup to win that game Wednesday night. Kind of payback for a game they had the previous week against the Hawks where uh, A.J. Griffin um, uh, had had a game winner. So uh, Knicks come in having lost their game, eight-game winning streak, hoping to get back on track. Tommy, how do the Knicks get back on track against this Bulls team Friday night? Yeah, as you mentioned, and, and as we saw last week, the Bulls were in dire straits. Um, last time we saw them, obviously back-to-back losses to the Knicks, and they gave up 150 points to the Wolves. Um, and it, it was at that point that it seems they kind of righted the ship a little bit. Um, they yeah. went down to Miami, um, uh, beat the uh, the Heat by double digits, and then, as you mentioned, had that uh, incredible buzzer-beating win um, against Atlanta um, on, on Wednesday night. So, you know... Um, Again, it's important to keep in mind that this is a talented team. Um, yeah. Looks like the, the Knicks saw them kind of at their at the bottom um, of of where they were this season. But they, um, you know, it's, uh, keep in mind they are six and one against some of the best teams in the conference, the top four teams in the conference: uh, the Bucks, the Celtics, Nets, and Heat. They played those guys seven times, um, and they're six and one in those games. Um, the the Bulls have won. Uh, they're they're three and two when their big three of Levine, Busevich, and DeRozan each score twenty points or more. Um, they've done that in back to back games. Um, 
So uh, will this be a better version uh, of the Bulls team? Um, also important to note that Alex Caruso has been ruled out uh, with concussion protocol. Uh, Javante Green is doubtful with the knee issue. Um, so, you know, that that's something that I'm sure um, uh, Mr. Randall, Julius Randall, is happy to hear that he won't have to have Caruso switching on him, um, which made life difficult for him um, in the, uh, the the previous matchups. Uh, also, Derek Jones Jr., uh, one of the Bulls rotation players, is out with the sideline. Um, as far as injuries go for the Knicks, um, Quinn Grimes has been listed as questionable. Um, fortunately, Tibbs said uh, after Wednesday's game that um, it's likely day-to-day, -day, not a long-term thing. So the fact that he hasn't been ruled out, good news. The fact that he's not even doubtful, good news. Um, you know, he's, he's probably um, on the wrong side of questionable. If I had to assume at this point, um, I think mm -hmm. it probably makes a little more sense to uh, err on the side of caution, give him another day of rest. Um, but we know how Tibbs rolls. If, uh, if the dude says he wants to play and he's he's able to walk, um, you know, Tibbs will throw him out there. So we'll uh, we'll have to keep an update. We're recording this at noon. So um, we'll see if we get an update later in the afternoon on Friday. Um, but yeah, so so that being said, you kind of know what you got to do. You know, it's controlling the, the big three, as I noted, uh, two games in a row. Those guys have, have each scored 20 points apiece. Um, Knicks did a good job of stifling their their offense, um, Chicago's offense uh, in their two contests last week. Um, but again, this is a team that, um, you know, much like the Raptors, a lot of the NBA is about when you play teams, not just the teams you play. Right. So the Raptors came into the garden Wednesday night, essentially playing like a team desperate to save their season. You know, they had that scrap. Yeah. Tell was a big game for them. Um, they had lost six in a row. You, you know, you just can't afford to continue to lose games. Um, so it, now the, the the Knicks took advantage of a Bulls team that was on the way down. Now they're building some momentum, are still scrappy, still motivated, still desperate. Um, we'll see if the Knicks can hold them off in their home arena um, uh, this evening. Yeah, it, it should be a good one. Uh, DeMar DeRozan is still putting up numbers. So considering how the Knicks have struggled to guard him, you, you know he's going to be a challenge once again. Uh, Zach Levine usually has really good games at Madison Square Garden, so I expect that will be a challenge. No Caruso is huge, particularly for someone like Jalen Brunson, who will certainly want to get back on track after a uncharacteristically uh, poor performance on uh, Wednesday night. Not sure if it was playing on a back-to-back -back given how banged up he's been. Not sure if it was the tampering charges that somehow maybe, maybe got in his head. Who knows? But Definitely didn't seem like himself. The turnovers and the poor shooting, not a, a Brunson-type game. So no Caruso means Brunson should have a big night. Obviously, you know, Io DeSumo is a good young player, a good young defender. But, um, but you know, they don't have really anyone else, I think, who would probably uh, be able to check uh, Jalen. So I expect Jalen to have a really big bounce-back game against this team. And, and so, in some ways, I feel like the Knicks match up well with the Bulls, which is why they swept them. Because having watched this Knicks team, I feel like the teams that give them the most problems feel like the teams that are most agile, most athletic, most rangy defensively. And the Bulls are not that. They have athletes and they have um, um, talented players, but they're kind of a slow team. They're kind of a half-court team. And the Knicks actually are, are pushing the pace way more this year. And while the Knicks, I wouldn't consider necessarily an athletic team because they're playing a team that's kind of more their speed. I think it's, it, it allows them to kind of get into their offense and feel comfortable. Uh, you watch that Raptors game, even though the Knicks were scoring, especially in the second half, it, it still felt like everything was tough. Like I, I thought the Knicks played offensively really well, despite the fact that I think Toronto 
guard them really well. That's that kind of team. I think is always going to give the Knicks problems. Uh, the Bulls playing a natural five and Vucevic, who usually plays well against the Knicks. I'm sure we'll have a good game, but nonetheless, it's natural five helps the Knicks. You got Mitch and Hartenstein playing all these minutes. Now Sims is playing all these minutes, and 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 now we'll see what the Bulls do with some of these guys out. I saw um, um, their rookie who they drafted, uh, Dalen Terry. Dalen Terry, he he actually got some minutes in that last game, not a lot, but I wonder how much he plays and 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 how he factors in. So uh, so we'll see how this game ends up ends up going. But I, I think a big key for this one will be uh, the, the bounce back of Jalen Brunson. Big opportunity with Caruso out. And also Grimes, um, that, that his, yes. his, his availability. Because, again, with, with Levine and, and DeRozan, those are two guys um, that can give you a ton of problems on the perimeter. Um, and, not, and the Knicks missing their best perimeter defender would be a, a major blow. So we'll, uh, we'll see if, if Grimes can uh, get back in the lineup. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and that's seeing you know what Pascal did, uh, you know this past week, this 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 week on on Wednesday, uh, you know a different kind of player, but but you do kind of wonder, you know, is Derrick Rose still that ninth guy in the rotation? Has there been any conversation with Cam Reddish to say, okay, I know we weren't going to play you, but we need you and you're professional, so you need to go out there. I, I don't know, but it was it, you would think that Reddish in this matchup particularly would make more sense than Rose, given the Bulls don't really have a strong backcourt. Yes, and and the Knicks are not most likely not going to need points. They're going to need somebody to stop the uh, DeRozan and and or Levine from scoring. So I think Cam as the ninth guy should Grimes be sidelined would make a lot more sense. I'd actually expect that to be the case tonight. So the Bulls are in a situation where they're they've not met expectations. They've not had a good season. They're thirteen and eighteen. This is a team that last season made the playoffs. Um, was a team that you know some thought before the season maybe could even make noise in the postseason. They only won one game, and now they sit in the midst of a struggling season. And there's rumors that now Demar Derozan may seek a trade this off season if things continue to go the way they are. There's rumors that the Bulls may seek to sell off some of their uh, top players if this continues to go awry. If you're the Knicks and where you are right now, do you have any interest? in a potential Bulls fire sale. And um, do you believe, Tommy, that the Bulls will blow it up? I think the Bulls should blow it up. I mean, listen, they're despite their two-game winning streak, they're still five games under 500. They're 11th yeah. seed in the East. Um, and it's one of those things we talked about with the Knicks before. You know, like, what's the ceiling on this Bulls team? Let's say they play really, really well over the next few months, get back to 500, get back over 500, uh, maybe three or four games above 500, and, you know, land in the seventh seed or the eighth seed. Maybe they climb all the way up to the sixth seed. Um, you know, they'd have to pass the Heat, the, uh, the Hawks, the Raptors, uh, and the Knicks in order to do so. Um, I don't think that's likely. Um, they have yeah. the talent to do so, and they're and they're kind of more – And but they're a team that's more built for the regular season anyway. So even if they got into the postseason, um, I don't think they're going to scare a team like the, the Bucs or, you know, you know, one of those top-tier Celtics, Cavs teams that, they, that they'd have to face. Um, so that being said, if I'm a Bulls fan, I would prefer that they – 
get ahead and proactively start selling off some of these pieces and, and, and trend in the right direction. Again, you don't sell them off cheaply. DeRozan's a valuable player. Um, Levine, not my cup of tea, but you can, you know, you definitely need a high profile. If you need a high profile scorer, uh, athletic, um, exciting player um, that, that, that you can put on your roster, maybe help sell some tickets. Um, Vucevic is an uh, incredibly talented offensive center, not a great defender, um, but doesn't kill you on the defensive end. Um, there's a reason that the Bulls gave up two first rounders for him. Um, and that's the other thing. They have first round picks outgoing. Um, so if they yeah. really want to kind of build up the, the their 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 share of uh, draft capital, maybe get some young players, maybe find a disgruntled player somewhere. Um, you know, we talked about is Trey Young going to be that guy is, um, you know, uh, if Minnesota moves on from Carl Anthony Towns, that might be kind of a way for the bull, for the Bulls to kind of uh shuffle their roster without completely re rebuilding because they're kind of in that no man's land that that that, yeah, that, that no purgatory that purgatory that no team wants to be not good enough to be a contender not bad enough to get a top lottery pick um so it, it it's difficult it would probably be difficult unless you can get you know two or three separate deals where you trade out all those pieces and bring in young guys and draft picks um because otherwise if you just trade trade the rosen then you're still in purgatory and now you don't have another talented player to even make a run towards the play-in or the playoff um so they're in a really tough spot um my guess is they try to piece it together um you know hold kind of hold the fort as is hope for the best um and and maybe make a run and you know sign another free agent this offseason to try to complete yeah. the roster um so that'd be my guess is that they're they're not motivated to make a deal but if the team came calling if the bulls are willing to give up to the 27 and the 29th for the rosen and some you know um yeah, the that's Lakers, the Lakers rather yeah. um, that's something that, that obviously you're all ears, but again, I don't think they're going to get what they're looking for. I don't think they're going to get equal value for those players. Certainly what they feel is equal value in their eyes. Um, so for that reason, I think they'll probably sit still as far as a Knicks perspective. Again, I'm not a Levine guy, um, you know, with, uh, with uh, RJ and, and, um, and Grimes on the wing and, and two guard and, and, and small forward. Um, I don't really feel he has a place um, in the, in the Knicks rotation. With three quality centers, Vucevic is, is not an option. Um, would it be an upgrade over all three? Absolutely. Um, but again, right. you'd have to give up a lot to get him. Um, and again, if you could get Levine dirt cheap for 60 cents a dollar, you buy that talent and figure out how to work the pieces around them. But again, the, the, the Bulls aren't just going to sell for, for the sake of selling. So for that reason, I, I don't see the Knicks and the Bulls as a fit. Yeah, I think that there will be teams who maybe successfully buy some of these pieces off of the Bulls. If things continue to go south, I don't think the Knicks are in a position. Well, they're in a position, but I don't think they they should have the wherewithal or the want to to acquire these pieces. Like you said, Vucevic, good player. I don't think he necessarily fits with the Knicks. I think that considering how much Tibbs, uh, you know, demands rim protection, and and that is a key core to his defensive principles. I don't know where he would make sense for them. We look at Zach Levine. He's making a lot of money. I mean, I'm just looking at his salaries for the next few years. He just signed a big five-year, $215 million contract extension. So talking about $40 million next year, 43 and 25, 45 and 26, 48 million and 27. Those are those are monster numbers for a guy who is, I would say, probably like a borderline all-star. A guy who at best, maybe, at, at yeah. best a borderline all-star. Yeah, you know, a guy who you know may make it one year, may not make it the next. Right. I, I, I just that's not the guy I'm investing in. 
because you know you you make the trade you know you didn't sign to the contract but then you make the trade that uh inherits that contract and now you've given up assets to to yes. uh to, to yes. inherit that contract that that's not something that the Knicks I think should be interested in and DeRozan's a a little interesting almost only because he's like in my opinion underpaid like he's making 27 million 28 million next season uh, his, his contract comes off the books uh in 2024 so a shorter term deal but then again you look at the fit who are you trading him for i mean i'm not i'm not trading rj barrett for him um are you swapping him for julius randall is he playing small ball four uh i've heard worse things um but again okay what's the cat what's the what is the um the cost outside of Julius Randle. How many first round picks am I giving up? Right. Uh, you know, those things I, I would have questions about. I, I don't, I don't hate that idea because maybe you move the Rosen, you, uh, you, you put him at the small ball four, Obi Toppin gets more minutes. And you know, when his contract expires, he's 35 years old, Obi Toppin slots in at the starting four. So th- there may be something there, but I, I think that would kind of, for some reason, and maybe teams are more creative than I think. I just feel like teams aren't nearly as creative as like the fans are with trades and, and piecing together certain people. Like we're all used to playing 2K and doing our franchises and and swapping rosters and swapping guys left and right, and we can just kind of make something happen. And I don't, you don't see that kind of ingenuity in the NBA. So what I think that Leon Rose and and Worldwide West and, and the crew would kind of foresee that as something that maybe could work. I don't think so, especially with, given how good really Julius Randle has played. So, uh, so, so I don't think that DeRozan really matches as well. So I, I don't think that you'll see anything between the Knicks and Bulls. Agreed. Plus, you're in the conference. You know, they, they, they yeah. obviously prefer to trade it out west. And teams are obviously on rivals now, but there's some history there. And, you, you know, does either team want to make the other team better? Um, listen, for the right price, again, um, if there's an edict from management, listen, slash salary. We, again, there's always possibilities and scenarios that, that could arise that might make sense. Um, but but as it stands now, I, I think it's probably um, the teams aren't a great, great fit in terms of uh, trading with each other. Knicks Bulls at the Garden Friday night, third game in about a week. 